0: Okay guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the latest Podcast on Earth. You are now tuned into Zay TV Presents The Ratchet Hour. And if you're a new listener to the show, basically what we do is we talk about hip-hop, we talk about hip-hop news, pop culture, sometimes we get into politics, Let me talk about anything that the young people want to know about, okay? From a young person's perspective, okay? So, I always start of my show doing... A little weekend review and this weekend which is a surprise to me i absolutely did not do anything but work because it was really too cold it was too cold to get dressed it was too cold to go outside it was too cold to get on somebody's train and go anywhere so i stayed my ass in the house because it was the hunger games outside it was straight game of thrones ice kingdom whatever it's called scene outside it's too cold to do anything and i just hibernated i caught up on some of my shows For those of you who don't know, I'm a big fan of the superhero shows that come on the CW Network. So I caught up on Black Lightning. I caught up on some Flash and some Arrow. And now I'm up to date. So that's how I spend my weekends when I don't go out to concerts or anything associating with the music industry. So we're going to get into our first segment today, which is called You Won't Believe This. It's just basically a segment where we talk about rapid-fire news, things that's going on in hip-hop. And we're going to start off our show talking about our favorite person, Miss Cardi B, a.k.a. Kardisha B. And once again, she is pressed and she is upset with Nicki Minaj. And I'm going to tell you guys why. So basically, she's upset that Nicki Minaj released a feature with a Latin artist named Cal G. The song is called Tusa. And if you ask me, the song is really good. I was surprised because I thought I wasn't going to like it. It's really good. Fans were impressed with the fact that Nicki rapped in Spanish and both English. And she killed the track. And basically, Cardi was mad that fans was giving Nicki Minaj praise. And how that people were talking about how come the Spanish artist didn't go with the Spanish rapper. So, basically, it was one tweet in particular that bothered Cardi B. And it was from Tasha K. So Cardi was bothered, and impressed about it and she went and tweeted about how basically Nicki Minaj got it because she didn't want to do the song and she passed on it and she went on doing several several more tweets in the same like headspace and basically she got mad that the fans were arguing back with her because they were saying she was being petty and she was too bothered and Cardi then went and dropped her address to the fans telling them that she is in, she's on 46th Street in Manhattan and that they can get it, okay? That's basically what the girl told the fans. She's on 46th Street, pull up, you can get it. And basically, two fans met her and they were like close to the area and Cardi B pulled up on them. And it turns out the fans were just trolling her and they just wanted to see her. And my whole thing about this, and this is how I feel about this situation... Cardi B is always bothered about everything Nicki Minaj does. Like, sometimes when Cardi complain about Nicki Minaj, I see where she's coming from. But this time, it's just like, Cardi, you're starting with her. You're bothered by her. And at the end of the day, you didn't want to do the song. She did the song. Just like she didn't want to get on G-Eazy's song No Limit and you did the song and Nicki didn't complain about it or didn't say you only got it because she passed on it because you did only get the record because she's passed on it. My thing is that... You, you're this beef that you're dragging out With Nicki Minaj Nobody wants to hear about it And I feel like Cardi B is always like Every time I hear about her I'm not hearing about her music I'm hearing about drama, drama, drama And it's like enough is enough My little empanada I don't want to hear about you Arguing with Nicki Minaj no more I don't want to hear about drama I want to hear about your music Like talk about your music What was you making in the studio Why are you like Talk about what you was doing in the studio Don't talk about Nicki Minaj Like it, I'm over it And I feel like Cardi's career is suffering for her always being in some drama. Like, it's whack. And it, it's just showing, like, who you are as a person. Like, you rather focus on drama than focus on getting to this bag. And I'm just over the whole situation. And congrats to Nicki Minaj and Kylo G because I actually love the visual of this song, like, the visual theme and things like that. And the song is actually okay. It's pretty dope. And I feel like it's gonna do well because people are loving this little Latin, Latinx flavor. Mixed with hip hop and I feel like it's gonna do well on the charts. Moving on, we're gonna get into the self the annoying, self-proclaimed king of R and B, YK Osiris was arrested for assaulting his girlfriend. And I'm just gonna say like when you're a rapper, you have and you have anybody in the spot like you have to be careful of what you do and who you go out with and I didn't expect any less from him because YK Osiris, he's just corny and care so we're gonna move on next we have Tory lane offered tiger limited features to put him on to the plug to fix the hairlines okay and i just thought this funny because tori and tiger hairlines was crazy at first like they both had the the i am an officer hairline and i just felt like this is funny and this is cool because they're both like cool underrated artists that put out good music constantly and i feel like a Tory and tiger feature could be fun then we're gonna get into drake was named billboards artist of the decade the entire decade and i don't really see nothing wrong with that i kind of agree with that because drake actually put in the time he put in the work he had an authentic come up and he really he really been around for a while now if i think about it like I kind of remember listening to Drake probably when I was like 13 years old and I'm now like 23, that's 10 years. Yeah, I definitely believe that he deserves Artist of the decade and yeah, I don't really see, I, I'm trying to think like I feel like it could go to Drake like Young Money, it would have to be either Drake, Nicki or Wayne because I feel like statistically they have put in the most work in hip hop in a in a 10 year span. Then let's move on to Kanye West, Jesus is King, ties him with Eminem for nine consecutive number one albums. And I, I really... I, I didn't change my opinion on the album. I still feel like the album is trash. And I feel like people will purchase this album for curiosity purposes. Because I don't feel like the album really was like a good album. I feel like people are going to listen to it because you're talking about Jesus. And that people are curious to hear what is Kanye saying. Is he still rapping the same... Is it anything that I should be listening to? And I feel like people have FOMO, fear of missing out, and they don't want to miss out, so they bought this album. And, yeah, I still want my 28 minutes back from my life of listening to this music because it was really trash. And the album sold 264,000 units in its first week, which is, like, mm, based on, like, his sales that Kanye has done, it's not his highest-rating album, and it's not, like, his worst. So I could kind of feel like this could kind of be a comeback for Kanye because Jesus is King did better than "Yay" um, the album. It did better than Life of Pablo in the first week. It's a little—it sh- came up a little short to Jesus, But I feel like this is kind of, like, uh, like out of the nine albums or whatever that Kanye has, this, is, this album is somewhere, like, in the middle of, like— success like of his success it's not bad it's not good and if you like it good cheers to you but i'm gonna move on to my next topic little yadi is being sued by his jeweler for sending in a bad check so basically the jeweler and little yadi had um an arrangement and little yadi paid off most of the money and he wrote a check to send back to pay for his um, remaining debt and the check bounced and i feel like Yachty has to do better. You can't be out here trying to live a lifestyle that you can't afford. Like, nowadays, you don't have to be the rapper with all the chains and stuff like that. You don't have to be gaudy and extra. You could just be calm. Like, I feel like J. Cole, I don't never really, I can't really imagine J. Cole out here. Like, I can't imagine, like, imagine seeing J. Cole with a lot of chains on. He does the natural look. He's out here as he is. And I feel like little Yachty needs to take a page out of his book just because you have the money doesn't mean you have to floss because you live the lifestyle doesn't mean you have to wear the chains like that's so 2003 like just be yourself and be out here and be regular like you don't have to do all of that little yachty and pay this man his money because like you can't be doing stuff like that you can't be using people's services and not paying them the money and we're gonna get into some more stuff about people using people's services and not paying them but lastly we well not lastly we have two more things to talk about next we're gonna get into Busy Bone believes that no artist that we have now will be relevant in 25 years from now and I would just have to disagree with that because you can't predict people's success I understand that music is different now than how it was before but I don't I don't agree with the statement I just feel like he's a little salty because no shade but who is Busy Bone now like you're uh, you had your time and you're not really relevant now and I think that the artists of now is either hit or miss. Some artists is, some artists will be around. Like, for example, Drake. People didn't think Drake was going to be around this long. And look, he's the biggest artist now and he, he's around. Rihanna. Rihanna's another one who probably people didn't sleep on because at the time people were pushing Tierra Marie. Her label was pushing Tierra Marie. And they thought Tierra was gonna be the star And now look, Rihanna's the star She put out her song She's proved her staying power And I feel like Rihanna has reached icon status So for me to say that For me, for him to say that Artist now wouldn't be relevant in 25 years I think that is crazy And I feel like people From 25 years from now They're gonna be sampling Drake They're gonna be sampling Rihanna's work They're gonna be sampling Like a lot of the records that we have out now Because we do have great music out now The problem is just that It's so much music that people don't have the attention span to like latch on to what's going on out here. And in other words, like Remy Martha Remy Ma has said something similar to that, and she was like, Oh, artists, artists. Like she was talking about how our new artists come up over social media, and she feels like if it wasn't no social media, a lot of these people wouldn't be signed, and that social media doesn't equate to you being a great rapper. And I feel like these older rappers are just salty. Like, this is a new age of hip-hop. It's it's gonna be a new way to get on. Like, social media is just a new way for them to get on. You don't have to be rapping on the block now. You don't have to be struggling out here selling mixtapes on the freeway. We have social media and social media is helping people get to where they need to get to. Is allowing people who won't get into these room rooms on a regular to actually be seen by these executives and stuff like that. And I just feel like Busy Bone and Remy Ma was hating. And Remy Ma was just like people she was saying like people with followers think that they have talent. And she was just I feel like they was just hating. Hip hop is different and the world is different now. And I feel like you gotta just go with the times, like remind you have a lot of followers and uh, the reason why most people still listen to your music is because they have you on Instagram and I seen a tweet by Iggy Azalea that I actually agreed with she just tweeted to be honest most labels won't sign anyone without a social media following and numbers that are significant in 2019 so the idea of you can't the idea that you can't have no fan base and score a record deal with a major label died a few years ago and I agree with that like you do need a following. They want to see who you, who likes you, who listens to you. They want to see who likes your picture. They want to know your target audience. And I feel like I don't really see nothing wrong with social media people getting popping. Because at the end of the day, it's still a hustle. It's a hustle to create that following. It's a hustle to maintain that following. And the rappers of the past just have to get with the times. And stop being bitter. And next, we're going to move on. So there's a video surf- surfacing of... Legend Miami rapper Trina and Walmart going off on this lady because the lady called her. I don't know if it was a lady or a man, but they called her a nigga bitch. And Trina went the... She went ham. She just let them... She let them have it. And the man threatened to call the cops on her. And I just don't understand. Like, let me talk to the white people real quick. I don't understand why. Not really in this... It happens in new york but it's rare because i feel like new york is different it's more of like a melting pot where the white people know not to try it okay but i feel like mm, it's that's a down south that's really like a down southy thing where they they bold like that they real the white people in down south they really bold but i'm gonna say this to you the white people you cannot call somebody a nigga bitch, even if it's trina because yes she is a celebrity but she's still a person at the end of the day And she's still a black person You cannot call somebody a nigga bitch And not expect a reaction from them You cannot call somebody a nigga bitch And when they react to you in the same With the same energy You cannot go and call the cops Like what's the point of you Starting something That you can't finish And why be so hateful Like what would make you I don't understand, like, even if I would take myself out of this beautiful black body and turn into a white person for two seconds, I wouldn't, like, I I can't think of nothing that would make me just go out of my way and call somebody a nigga bitch. Like, you couldn't think of something else to say? Like, are we still in those times? Like, I just felt like that was whack of the customer of whoever it was to call her a nigga bitch. And then I feel like it's whack of them to call the cops on her too. Like, and... Three, I've seen a lot of people commenting, oh, why Trina was in Walmart, one, maybe she had to get what she needed to get, and two, why Trina going off so hard. She's a person, like, you cannot say anything to these celebrities and expect them to not say nothing back at the end of the day. These are people still. Like, yes, they have money. Yes, they're doing this, they're doing that, but these are still people. Like, you cannot really say anything you want to say to a celebrity and expect to get away with it. Like, it doesn't work like that. Like, that's just not realistic of you to think like they're not gonna say nothing. And I'm team Trino on this. Don't start none, won't get none. And yes, I feel like yes, it was okay for um the people to record the customer because at the end of the day, now you're ashamed because people see how racist you are and how evil you are and white people get it together. Because you don't you don't never see a black person going out of their way to call you a cracker or this that and the third and i feel like they go out of their way to say the n-word because they know it's hurtful and they know they're gonna get a reaction and they just get scared when they see the reaction that you give them and i feel like people just need to grow up and leave that racism stuff in the past like i'm over that and in other news yeah, boy mr asap rocky is scheduled to headline a show in sweden where he was arrested for For a few weeks. Or almost a month. I believe. Maybe two months. But I feel like it was a month. A month. And he was arrested in Sweden. Because basically. If you don't know the story. He was walking down the street. With his security guards. And his team. And this guy was following him. And yelling things out. Trying to take a picture. ASAP Rocky took the picture. Or whatever. The guy still followed him. The guy's threw stuff at him and then asap rocky snapped he went off and he showed the people that he's really from harlem and he got these hands so he beat the guys up because the guys were harassing him and follow him and then the sweden police or whatever they're called the swedish police or whatever they locked up asap rocky and they didn't give him a trial at first they wasn't they was violating his rights and they had him in jail for three to four weeks i believe and it was like a whole big thing. People were reaching out to Trump to try to do something to get ASAP Rocky out of jail. And my whole thing or how I feel about the situation is, ASAP Rocky, why are you not why are you not staying your ass away from Sweden? Like if I was already arrested in this place and they violated my rights, I wouldn't go back. I don't care about how much money they're giving me to hell on this tour. I wouldn't care about being talked about in the news. I wouldn't care about none of that. I would stay my black ass out of Sweden. And that's what you need to do. Like, I don't know if this tour is Sweden's way of apologizing to you and give you the bag or your way of saying that you're over what happened in Sweden. But you need to stay your ass in the States. Like, after that would happen to me, I would be in America doing a U.S. tour, doing some couple of club gigs on the weekends. I wouldn't be going out of... Like, that would give... I would be traumatized to go out of state now because I was arrested. Like... I don't know what's going through ASAP Rocky's mind. But if getting a bag is more precious to you than your freedom, do what you need to do, young brother. Do what you got to do. So that's it for the You Won't Believe This portion of my show. We're going to get into my next segment of the show, which is called Reality Bites, where we just talk about the reality TV shows going on and things like that. So first, I want to get into Love & Hip Hop Hollywood which is boring me to death but I'm gonna talk about it so basically there's a continuation of April and Fizz drama and Moniz is just not having it like basically they're like double teaming Moniz and they're coming out saying she's crazy and Moniz everything so far Moniz said has been true and I just feel like we need to be on team I'm definitely team Moniz because one Fizz dates girls that purposely don't like Moniz. I feel like he purposely dates these girls that don't like her because he knows it's going to get him another check from the show. He knows it's going to guarantee him another season. And I feel like Fizz is just dating April not only to spite Moniz, but to spite Omarion. I feel like the group members of B2K really hate Omarion because he's successful. Like, and they just mad that Omarion was never in the situation that they the other three were in. I don't think, I don't feel like Raz B hates Omarion either. No more. I feel like Raz is over the drama, but I feel like J Bug and Fizz really hate Omarion because over the weekend it came out that they filmed the Love and Hip Hop Hollywood Reunion. It came out that allegedly J Bug slept with Omarion's mother. And I just feel like how more can you how much can you harass this man and bother this man. Like, Amarion has been so unbothered about the situation. He hasn't said nothing, he hasn't done any interviews or anything about the April Fifth situation. And I feel like the, the other group members of B2K is just like trying to start a beef with this man. And in my opinion, it's dumb to start beef with Amarion because you guys only have money now because Amarion agreed to do that tour with you guys. Cause nobody is going to pay to see B2K without Amarion. But people will pay to see Amarion without B2K because Amarion has songs without the group. He don't need you. Y'all need him. Y'all don't have that. Y'all don't have hits without Amarion. Y'all don't have songs without Amarion. Amarion has songs without you. He has that. Touch. Like, he could perform that anywhere and people will go crazy because that's my song. Like, once I hear that and I'm outside, I start just dancing in the street like. Touch. Like. You guys need him, and I just feel like it's a foolish business decision, and it's just a dumb personal decision, and Amarion, if I was Amarion, I wouldn't do no more tours with them, because you guys, I would just let you guys be poor, buy these new houses because you think you have this money from this tour, and you think we're gonna do it again, and surprise, I would not do it again if I was Amarion, and now you guys don't have a house, and you guys are broke, but in other love and hip-hop news, we have the continuation of the Lyrica and A1 drama and I am so over Lyrica and A1 like Lyrica I'm not gonna be up watching this show with you every Monday crying for you and then I go on Instagram and you back with him and his nails and his weave dreads okay Lyrica you need to move on like you're actually a beautiful girl and really talented and this drama is overshadowing overshadowing your talent like with Amina I'm scared that what happened to Amina is gonna happen to Lyrica like no, the drama overshadowed her talent to where people didn't really care how talented Amina was. Cause I feel like she's an amazing singer and like a amazing musician. And Lyrica's getting into that space where people are not caring about her because all they want to know is why is A1 sleeping with every Instagram thought? Why is A1 constantly doing Lyrica dirty? But if this is what she want to do, Lyrica, do what you got to do, okay? I'm just telling you what's going to happen. So that's all for Love & Hip Hop. Let's get into some real housewives of Atlanta. And basically, Kenya Moore, if you don't know, she's back, guys. And she's the star of the show. She is bringing the drama. She is bringing the everything. And this week, we got to see her interact more with her beautiful baby. Her um, her God style. I, I would say, like, this is her miracle baby. I said God style. Her miracle baby. And it was just a cute scene to see. Then we got to get more into the struggles of Portia and we got to see how basically her husband's, her fiance's infidelity is affecting her and how she doesn't want to be a single mom, she cried, she went to therapy and I feel like it was good to see this journey of like Portia because usually Portia's happy go lucky and she showed like her real side and she showed that basically like she goes through stuff too, she's not always happy. And I'm just praying for her. I hope her and her family works it out. And I'm praying for the best for her. Then we got to see Cynthia Bailey living her best life. She actually found her new man. She's talking about getting engaged. And one of the scenes that I like from this episode was that I got to see Cynthia's daughter, Noelle. She told her mom, basically, that she's not only into guys, but she's also into girls. And Cynthia was shocked, but she was very accepting of the situation. And I kind of felt like that was a cool scene to see because... It's ever so rare where black parents are really open with their children like that. And I enjoyed seeing that. And basically, it was a cool scene to see. And I'm enjoying that. So, shout out to Cynthia Bailey for being the cool mom. And actually letting her daughter feel free and safe to come out to her and tell her stuff like that. And we're going to move on. So, now this is the main segment of my Reality Bites. This is the main topic. So, basically, we're going to get into some black ink crew tough okay so basically this episode that the recent episode that aired teddy was jealous of his old fling tati she found a new man so basically tati is the manager of the shop and teddy is part owner of the shop and she they used to mess around for those of you who don't know and basically she got a new man and she's happy she said that her new man is more sensitive caring she actually likes him and she said that he's better in the bedroom and bigger in the bedroom than teddy and that didn't go well with Teddy. He actually got mad. He pressed the new man. He threatened to fire Tati. And I just felt like that was whack of Teddy. Like, why do you want to fire someone because she doesn't want to deal with you because you kept cheating on her? She found somebody new. I feel like Teddy doesn't really bring anything to the show other than he doesn't bring anything to the show and I doesn't feel like I don't feel like he bring anything to the shop. And I just feel like Teddy needs to get it together. Like, it's no reason you should be firing Tati because she got a new man. Because you done had like 30 women after Tati. And next we're going to get into Sky. Sky. So basically Sky closed. On Instagram she said she closed her boutique. Because she's moving on to her little secret. Which is her boutique name. She's moving on to a LA location. But when the show aired. It showed that Sky. Sky's boutique closed because she couldn't pay the bills on time and she basically didn't have time to run a business so the business failed so basically she lied on Instagram and the show just showed that her business failed because she wasn't on top of it enough she wasn't paying the bills and she didn't have the money to keep the shop open and we're going to get into some more Sky and money things after this so next we have Sky Because Sky was mad That her thing closed Or whatever She brought it to the table To the group that Kitty Who used to mess with Caesar She had a little fling with Caesar And they They flirt a lot on the show Sky accused Kitty of sleeping With nine mags Ryan Henry Which is the star Of the other Black Ink Which is So like It is Black Ink New York And it is Black Ink Chicago Ryan's the star of Chicago And Sky basically said that Over the summer Kitty slept with Ryan And I seen, like, it ruffled Kitty's feathers or whatever, but she still kept it cute and kept it classy. Kitty is one of the few people in the show that I really like because she's she's classy, she's sassy, she's good for TV without being too raunchy, and she always stays in her character. And I really like Kitty, and I felt like Sky is always coming for Kitty, and she's always trying to be petty, and I feel like what Skye did was miserable. She was mad that her shop closed, so she's trying to ruin somebody else's life. And she's just trying to come at Kitty, and it just showed that Sky was just like it showed how petty and childish Sky is. And I, from the episode, I don't feel like Kitty had sex with Ryan, but she don't owe Caesar anything. That's not her husband. That's not her man. And if she did, good for you, Kitty, for upgrading. Okay, good for you, girl. Don't let Sky tear you down. And I'm here for Kitty. So we're gonna move on to the final thing in our black our black ink news so basically sky was accused of not paying her makeup artist and basically the makeup artist basically exposed sky for being broke not having not having any money saying that the network is gonna pay for things and basically she was just exposing sky for being a fraud she was like she came to New York from down south to be with Sky and she said one thing the hotel the um the network did the network did put them in a hotel or whatever and sh- this girl basically spoke about how Sky didn't Sky only had three hundred dollars in her wallet and that she did not spend that three hundred dollars. She spoke about how Sky didn't have any security, how basically Sky couldn't afford Ubers, or she um her and the whole cast took the train to a BNB because These places that they film in don't actually be their house. They be B&B's that are rented by the network. She said that she spent hundreds of dollars while in New York on Sky and Sky kept saying the network was going to pay this young lady and the network didn't pay the young lady. The lady spoke about how Sky had them eating at delis and Wendy's when when Sky told them that they would be eating at five star restaurants and things like that and I'm going to say allegedly because I don't want to be sued but In my opinion, I feel like this story is true because I've had a friend, I have a friend, a close friend of mine. She did Sky Hair twice, and both times she wasn't paid by Sky. So let me tell you the story, get into this real quick, real quick right here. So basically, Sky, my friend did Sky Hair twice. So. After she did Sky hair, she wrote Sky's um, manager or sister, I don't know who she is to Sky. She wrote the lady like, "Um, when am I getting paid?" And they basically told her like, "Oh, the network reimburses stuff like that." And they told my friend that the network was going to pay her her money. Like, "Just be patient. The network is going to pay you." So my friend was patient, weeks passed, months passed. My friend never got paid, never heard from the network, never heard from nobody, never heard from Sky. And my friend was like, "All right, I'm just going to just get the clout that I got over doing her hair and I'm going to book more clients. So Sky's management management did hit up my friend again and asked my friend cuz I don't want to name my friend cuz I can name my friend and you can see Sky on her Instagram and stuff like that. So they hit up my friend and they was just basically like, oh, we need you again to do Sky's hair. And my friend ignored it because she felt like, I'm not going to do your hair. And I have people that are paying. I'm not going to drop them to go do your hair. And basically, it put a sour taste in my friend's mouth to where she doesn't want to do Sky's hair anymore. So they hit her up and she never responded. Then um, a few weeks passed and they hit her up again like, we really need you. Can you please do Sky's hair? And she's not going to do it. And my friend, I feel like my friend is justified in that sense because... I'm not doing what I get paid to do. This is her career. This is her job. She doesn't have a regular nine to five. Doing here is her job. And I'm not gonna do my job for free. Like I agree with what my friend is doing. I'm not gonna write you no more. I'm not gonna sponsor you no more cause you still didn't pay me for the two times that I did your hair. So I do believe the makeup artist about what she's saying about Sky. And then I also wanna say these people, these reality stars, they don't really have money. Like don't be fooled by what you see on TV. Some of them still live in the projects. Some of them still don't got cars. Some of them still take the train just like the rest of us. And this, like, reality TV is not a lot of money in reality TV. You need to do something out of reality TV. for To be real, reality TV is just promotion. It's just clout. What you need to do is you need to have a trade or a job outside of that to make money. You need to be selling some clothes that you make in, not opening a boutique, which is going to cost you more money that you don't have because you only have money out like these reality stars only really be having money three months out of a year other than that they are broke struggling trying to pay their bills doing other reality shows on the side and i just want to let you guys know don't be fooled by the glitz and the glams of tv they really be struggling don't be out here trying to live this life that they can't even live like you see these people on instagram showing yachts and stuff like that they are they are getting these things free they're getting these things to promote other people's businesses. They are not really living this lifestyle. And they're only showing their best moments on Instagram. So, that's basically all I had to tell y'all. I spilled a little tea for y'all, letting y'all know that Sky and the rest of the cast of Black Ink don't really got it how you think they got it. And it sucks that they're doing this to these young people, not paying them their money. And I feel like people should... They made my friend sign an NDA, like an a, a, a agreement where she couldn't talk about it or say things that she really want to say. But if I was her, I would say I would tell it like I would tell that these people aren't paying me for what I'm doing. But that's why I don't sign stuff without going through it. And basically, Sky, you need to get it together and you need to pay people and moving on. So I'm going to get into my next topic called New Music Mondays. And I might have to name it something else because I film on Mondays, but my episodes don't be out till a little later, like Wednesday. But we're going to keep on the New Music Mondays for now. And we're going to start talking about some of the new projects that came out over the week. We have Jacquees dropped his King of R&B album. He's another self-proclaimed King of R&B, but he has a little more valid claim to it than YK Osiris um jacques dropped his king of r&b album with features um from a lot of people like for example summer walker and i feel like i listened to some of the album i didn't really get into it but i listened to like three songs and all three songs was good and jacques always puts out good music because like vocally he can he's a beast and if this is your type of music you guys should definitely check it out we also have tori Lanez put out a song called jerry sprunger which is kind of a remix to T-Pain's I'm Sprung. Now nah, you got me, and it's actually like a good song. He has T-Pain in the video, and T-Pain also is on the track, and I feel like this is a good song. I really enjoyed the song, and I love the visual for this song. Then we have Dave East put out his project, Survival, and you, should guys, you guys should check that out. We have Doja Cat. She put out her album, Hot Pink. And she has a feature on there from Gucci Mane. I really enjoyed that song, and I like Doja Cat. She's really out of the box. She's really new, and she's something different in the female rap zone. And you guys should get into Doja Cat. Then we have Plies. He has a song called Boss Friends with Little Baby. Is it Little Baby or the Baby? I feel like it's Little Baby, and you guys should get into that. Then we have Rowdy Rich. He's set to release his first album. In December 6th um before December 6th and you know what's crazy it's surprising to me that Rowdy Rich doesn't have an album out already because he's been in so many big songs this this year and I felt like his name has been in so many places so I thought that his album would be out by now but he said he's gonna release it before December 6th and I definitely will be copying that and listening to that and you guys should too Right. So we're going to move on to my next segment of the show, which is called Unpopular Opinion. And I'm going to get into this right now. So my unpopular opinion for this week is that. Let me lower the mic so you guys can hear me. My unpopular opinion of the week is that I don't consider music like Billie Eilish's and Frank Ocean's newest project and Solange's second album. I don't consider that good music. Like, I really don't enjoy that abstract the style of music and people always tell me oh you got to get into it it's a vibe it's a feeling it's not really music music it's a vibe my thing is why isn't music 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 like we shouldn't have to listen to like weird little beats and stuff like that like i just don't enjoy that style of music and i get mad when like i have to go to a concert or like a festival because it's really festivals where like there's mixed up music and i have to listen to that like i'd rather listen to country music than sit there and listen to like that weirdo music, like I just be weirded out in the space of like hearing that, and I'm just over music like that. Make music, music, put a beat, put some lyrics, sing or rap. Don't be doing that weird stuff. Nobody want to hear that. And that's it for my unpopular opinion. I could go on, but I don't want to. So we're gonna get into my newest segment. It's a new every week. weird man, court weirdo of the week okay and i'm gonna keep that one up there every week i'm gonna give out a weirdo of the week to people who just be doing too much or not enough or just doing weird stuff like i don't have time and i'm not feeling this weirdo energy that's out here in these streets okay so basically the first ever weirdo of the week is going to no other than ti tip harris okay For checking his daughter's vagina. Weekly. Or is it yearly? I'm going to say weekly. Nah he don't got enough time for it to be weekly. He checks his daughter's vagina. Yearly. To see if she's still a virgin. Okay. I'm just going to let that sink in. Imagine. Your father checking your vagina. Yearly. Just to see if you're a virgin or not. Like. One why is my word not enough for you? Two, if I'm not a virgin when you check it, what are you gonna do after? What is the next step, Tia? My thing is that that is weird, one, and two, it's a total invasion of privacy. Like, imagine, oh, boys, just imagine your mom. Let's flip it and put mom in the sun. Imagine your mom checking your penis yearly. Like, to see if you're still a virgin like this is just weird to me like i don't know it's giving me donald trump and um what's his daughter do- ivanka vibes like you know how donald trump always got this weird energy with his daughter like he's looking at her sexually this is the vibes i'm getting from t.i like why are you checking your daughter's vagina to see if she's a virgin like i think they let this girl live then out of nowhere this spiraled even more into a weirder place the whole story you had um pornhub offer the daughter a million dollars To um lose her virginity on camera, like the whole story is just weird. And I'm not gonna lie, if it was me, I'd have took that a million dollars to poor her. Okay, but it was just weird. And his daughter, she was embarrassed. I don't even want to say the daughter's name. It's not. All right. It's not Zani Because everybody was going. When I told my friends this story, they thought it was Zani. No, it's Deja. The one, the younger sister who was like a little rough looking on the show. But she glowed up out of nowhere. And she's now a model. And I just feel like T.I.'s being weird about the situation. And he needs to leave his daughter alone. And even if he did this, why must you say it publicly? Like he went on radio saying it. He said it like on a podcast and it's just weird like why do people need to know this like if you're weird be weird behind closed doors don't bring this into the general public in the atmosphere okay and that's that on that we're gonna move on weirdo okay we're gonna get into my final segment of my show which is we just look at black excellence and we award somebody mvp of the week okay mvp of the week so this week's mvp of the week is drake okay we're gonna award drake for becoming billboards artist of the decade and drake has like drake is that artist unlike most artists that are coming up now drake has had an authentic come up he was an actor on Degrassi where he was still doing his music on the low. He even showcased his music on the show. He got signed to Young Money. And since then, his career has popped. Drake has released mixtapes leading up to his first album that he produced. Drake. Drake has won 186 awards, and that includes four Grammys. Drake is also a songwriter and has written for folks like Alicia Keys. His catalog has five studio albums six mixtapes three complication complex compli- three albums with him and somebody else okay because i'm not gonna be saying them big words right now I'm a little tired and 133 singles and drake has in- at least 88 number one singles with him on it and featured and i just feel like Drake has put in the the work to get where he has gotten. And whether you like him or not, Drake is one of the significant artists of the last 10 to 20 years, 10 to 15 years. And I feel like Drake has done a lot for hip hop. He's definitely in my top five of greatest rappers. And he's not number five. And in other Drake News, basically Tyler the Creator was supposed to do the vlog festival and he didn't show up. And he had got drake to do it for him instead so drake was the headliner and he got booed off of the stage and basically the crowd was just booing him and i felt like that wasn't fair because drake was doing tyler the creator a favor and drake is one of the greatest artists i feel like no matter who you are like i was looking at them people like how dare you boo drake how dare you you ungrateful weirdos y'all y'all second running for um widow of the week under ti but My thing is like how dare you guys boo Drake because even if you don't like Drake there is a Drake song for everybody like he has been through so many phases in his career that it's a Drake song there should be one Drake song for anybody not even one about three Drake songs for each person on this earth like even if you hate Drake it's one that you like like it gotta be because I can name like five Drake songs off the top of my head that I really like like what get into some just hold on we're going home or i got enemies got a lot of enemies or you could go i'm just saying you could do better or i know when my hotline bling like it's so many different drake songs that you could sing like he's that artist and you guys should show drake some more respect and congratulations to drake for being the mvp of the week and billboards artist of the decade and yeah shout out to you drizzy drake so, guys, that's my show for this week. I'm going to let you guys know where you can reach me. You guys can reach me at underscore Rashamel on Instagram. That is underscore R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L. You guys can reach me at Facebook at Alize Rashamel. Follow my show page at V. That is Z-E, the E with the apostrophe, underscore TV. And find me. You know, guys, you know where to holler at me. What? Oh, no, I'm tired. I said you know where to holler at me. You guys know how to reach me, okay? Have a great day. Get lit for me. Get turned up. Have fun. You heard? We out of here, boy.